Gitavach, everybody. So I'll tell you, Maisa, you know, it once happened that there was a, a group of chassidim of the Tzemach Tzedek, the third Lubavitch Rebbe, they were sitting amongst, them, amongst themselves and talking about stories of Mesiris Nefesh, stories about how Jews sacrifice their lives, you know, if need be, sacrifice their time, their money, to help other Yidin, Mesiris Nefesh. And so the Tzemach Tzedek was there, and he heard what they were talking about, and he said, you know, obviously any level of self-sacrifice that a Jewish person, uh, you know, offers is of great value and is very chashev. But it's not said, said, but the truth is, sacrificing, you know, your money or your body for Hashem's sake or for the Jewish people's sake, it's a big deal, but it's not, uh, it's not how far-reaching the serious nefesh can be. So Tzemach Tzedek said, you want to know what Mesir's Nefesh really is? So he says, I'll tell you a story from a Baruch Mezhevish. Baruch Mezhevish was the uh, grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, And he was known as someone very, very, um, what's the word, fiery, very fiery. And it was well known that it wasn't so simple to be in his presence. He was very, very, very strong. And only, you know, only select few can, uh, were able to claim the title of being his chassidim by a Baruch. So the Maisa goes like this. There was a particular Shabbos that, uh, you know, he was in town, fearing Tish and so on. And there was a, uh, a guest in the neighborhood for that Shabbos, a chassid, but no one ever knew who he was. He came for Shabbos. And all of a sudden, when this guest walked in Friday night to the Tish, Rebarchel looked at him, you know, gazed upon him and, you know, for, for a few seconds and, uh, and saw something. And Rebarchel, the rest of the night, the rest of the Tish, was just making fun of this guy, just making fun of him talking about uh, his chesroyness, his deficiencies, talking about his affairs, mamasha, embarrassing him in front of everyone. He was a guest. So that was very, very odd. See them, we're used to strange things with Rebarchel and his, and his fire, but this was something that was very difficult to, to, to hear, you know, to be a part of. And the next day, the same thing repeated itself by the next Tish, by Shal Shudas. So the whole Shabbos, Rebarchel is making fun of this Yid and really being mevazahim. And, you know, but to, to this to this credit, he didn't leave, he just stood there and took it. But it was very, very strange. So that Shabbos, besides this uh, particular guest that was there, there was also a visiting tzaddik that was, uh, that was uh, with Rebarchel the whole time as well. And he was also taken aback by this experience. And so after Shabbos was over, so this tzaddik went over to Rebarchel and he said, Rebbe, you know, if you don't mind me asking, you know, does not the Mishnah say, you know, that if a person embarrasses another Jew in public, etc., Others, we know that uh, you lose your portion in the world to come. So it's a terrible sin. So Rebarcha said, I know the Mishnah, but let me explain. When this Jew, I never saw him before, I don't know who he is, but when this Jew came, I looked at him, and I saw something. And what I saw is the following thing, that this Jew, what he does for a living, for his parnasa, is that he is a, uh, like a courier. He's a courier. If a person has a particular product, something of value, he needs to get to a particular place, so they hire this Jew as a courier to bring him to bring the the object or the or the, the money, whatever it is, from point A to point B. So this Jew, he says, as a courier, right before Shabbos was given a package by a Jew to deliver to a particular place. And the problem was is that he planned on being able to get to the town of Mezhbish, where Baruchel was, with enough time before Shabbos to make the proper the proper you know arrangements. To, uh, to have this product or this object protected in a particular, uh, in a safe way. The problem was that there was traffic and whatever, the weather was not good. He ended up coming to town extremely late, and Imamish had no time 
to uh, set up the proper arrangements to make sure that this package that was given to him by this Yid was going to be safe, was going to be kept safely. So what did he do? He wanted to come to the Tish, so he was a little bit negligent. And what he did was he went to the first place he saw, the first inn that he found, which was owned and run by a guy. And he takes this particular, you know, whatever this object was that this Yid gave him to bring to another place, it was of great value. And he went to the owner of the hotel, this inn, a non-Jew, and he said, listen, I'm here for the weekend. If you don't mind just, just keeping this by you, and I'll come back, you know, Saturday night to pick it up. There's no documentation. There was no witnesses. There was no nothing. It was just him giving this expensive object or expensive item to the innkeeper, to this non-Jew. And so Rebarcho says, so I, I, saw, I saw this when I looked at him, and I realized that without a question that this guy, this innkeeper, at the end of Shabbos, when this Jew goes back to collect, you know, to get this, uh, this piece of, uh, you know, whatever this thing was that was of value, the guy's going to deny the whole thing, and there's nothing the Jew can do. Again, there was no proof, there was nothing. So, said Rebarchel, and what's going to happen? So this Jew, is, is, his parnas is going to be, going to be uh, you know, damaged by it. He's now going to develop, a, a, you know, a... a uh, you know, a reputation of someone that's careless. And the Jew that's, that gave him that product is going to lose that particular product. So he's going to have a loss of money. This Jew's going to have a loss of money. So Baruch said, so I decided that I have to be Meister Nefesh in order to, to take away that din, in order to take away that kazera, to take away this issue. And so Baruch realized, he said, I realized that the only thing I can do was to be Mavaza, this guy, and to mamish embarrass and barabim. And by the busha and the chalima and all the embarrassment that he's going to receive by me talking about him like this in public, so that will, that will alleviate in Shemayim whatever's going on, and it'll cause this guy, Matzah Shabbos, to give the product back. And whatever monetary loss that this Jew was going to, to incur because of uh, the guy holding on to the product, both the courier and the Jew that sent it, by me being Mavazahim, is going to you know, sort of take that away and will neutralize it, and he'll be able to you know, continue on with his parnas as a courier, and the guy, the Mishalech, the one that sent the product, won't lose the product either, and everything will be fine. So what Tzemach Tzedek said, so you see what that nice is, Rebarach knew that by embarrassing a Jew in public, you lose your chedek and alam haba. But he was willing to do that, not to save a Jewish person's life, and not to save a Jewish person's neshama, but to save a Jewish person's parnasa. That's what he's willing to sacrifice, his own neshama for that. Said Rebarach that's mysterious nefesh. That's mysterious nefesh. To sacrifice your body for the Jew, to sacrifice your money for a Jew, that's a gewaldige thing. But to sacrifice your neshama for a Jew, that's real mysterious nefesh. No, we shouldn't be, uh, no Jew should need mysterious nefesh to be helped, and we shouldn't be put in that position. But we should know that any level of devotion we can offer to help another Jew, both in Gashmis and in Ruchnias, and sometimes mysterious nefesh demands uh, a level of time and commitment to help another Jew, and it means to sacrifice sometimes of your own avodah Hashem. That's part of what it means to be a yid, to help another yid. So Hashem should help us with this chus of our mysterious nefesh and our willingness to be moist nefesh for other yidin. She was like to have a lich to gevach, a simcha to gevach, a mazel to gevach. And be like to all the Yeshuas and all the nechamas that come with mysterious nefesh. Be as called tzaddik, meher v'meinu, amen.